What's up and welcome into the Friday edition of the Pelicans podcast presented by Seeky. Happy game day to everyone. The Pelicans take on the Toronto Raptors tonight from the Smoothie King Center. And then it's a back-to-back as the Pelicans head to Charlotte to take on the Hornets on Saturday. We have a great show for you and joining me today for the second straight show is Caroline Gonzalez. Do you feel the love now? Two straight shows after being on a brief hiatus at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I guess I didn't mess up Wednesday too badly, so thanks for having me back on. I'm happy to be here. You know, we brought Caroline in today, just be, not only for her knowledge of the game, but... Just I, because everyone else was unavailable. <laughs> well, you said it, not me. But uh, <laughs> I need some help style-wise. You know, I'm a 32-year-old dad that wears quarter zips and jeans and occasional tennis shoes, and I think that looks pretty good. But as long as you don't look like Todd Graffinini, I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely not. <laughs> um but we're gonna we're gonna talk style today, and Caroline is much more stylish than I am by a long shot, and so we're gonna bring in a couple players to do so, and Frank Jackson, and Jaleel Okafor. Uh, Caroline, before we get into the fashion sense and my lack of fashion, there are a couple games, and of course with the str- the slow start by the Pelicans, these are two very important games. This could separate one and eight, and possibly being three and six, except back on the right track. Yeah, absolutely, Daniel. I mean, when you talk about the rough start that the Pelicans have had so far, obviously that is not ideal, and it's not something that the Pelicans wanted. Um, but something that Alvin Gentry has preached uh, over the last few weeks is that, you know, it's not the end of the world. But when you have a home game like the Pelicans have tonight, you want to give fans something to come back to. And I think that's important for Pelicans players to understand, and I think they do. I don't think it's Uh, you know, just for the fans, as important as fans are. I think they want to win for themselves, and I think tonight is going to put that on display. I think they're kind of tired of the narrative of, hey, what's wrong with you guys? I think they want to have something exciting to talk about like they did after the Denver game. Hey, what went right? Your chemistry looked great. Are you figuring things out? I think talking about winning is much more exciting than talking about losing, so I don't want to say it's going to be the end-all, be-all if you come out of this two-game stretch and they lost both, but uh, I think obviously you you want to win and you want to get right be, right back on the right track. What's crazy is, and, and we've talked about this a little bit, and I don't know, and I'm going to ask you this, if it's more frustrating knowing the fact that besides the Golden State game and a decent amount of the Thunder game, uh, that you're pretty much in yeah. every single game. And actually the Thunder game still came down to that fourth quarter. Is that more, for a fan of perspective or even our side, is that more frustrating in the sense that instead of one and six, this could easily be five and two or four and three? Or is it, you know, intriguing knowing that you are so close without Zion Williamson that, you know, you're, you're thinking it's going to turn around real soon? I think it's intriguing because, look, you're playing without three of your starters. You're without Drew Holiday for uh, a few games. You're without Zion Williamson, which, of course, we know the caliber of talent he has, uh, you know, obviously in college and in the preseason of the NBA. We don't know fully how he is going to be in the NBA yet, and I don't want to predict that. Um, and then you're without Derek, you were without Derek Favors for a little bit, and he's not necessarily playing to his full potential yet. And I think uh, if you asked him him that, he would say the same thing, that he's not playing to his full potential. So you're without three key guys um, that I think are going to be big for the Pelicans. So I am still intrigued because I think if you ask anyone, would you rather be blown out or blown out or would you rather lose close games? If I'm being blown out, then I'm kind of wrapping the season up as an L and I'm saying, okay, you know what? We'll go back to the drawing board and we'll have to see how things go next year. But you're losing close games and yes, it's in clutch time and yes, you need to get defensive stops and yes, you need to play better, but the talent is there. And now it's just a matter of how do you get over that hump? How do you play team defense? How do you get that communication 
together on offense and defense to kind of create that rhythm and to create that consistency of stacking a few W's together. And speaking of health, there is some good news involved. Derek Favors is not on the injury report. Um, Lonzo Ball is listed as probable. He left the game with cramps. It's listed as a right adductor strain, so you knew something was bothering him. He's been sitting out the last two days of practice. The only injury you do have a concern about now is J.J. Redick, who's questionable with a knee bruise. Um, but at the same time, there's a chance that tomorrow you could be fully healthy without Zion for the first time this whole season, which I think is very intriguing. Yeah, and we saw we saw we heard from Zion at practice yesterday. He talked about, you know, him being on the right track, taking it day to day, kind of all of the generic things that you hear from athletes. But it is good to see him in high spirits because it is definitely, definitely, definitely easy if you are someone who has not dealt with a major injury before and you know I don't want to qualify this as a major injury but anything more than a sprained ankle I'm going to qualify mm -hmm. as, a, as a major injury someone who has had surgery it is so easy to get down in the dumps and say man this stinks I you know how, do I even love basketball am I even going to get back to who I was before I I had this injury and but you didn't see any of that out of Zion today. And, of course, he's in front of the media. So, But Zion doesn't strike me as someone who's going to put on a fake persona. He is authentically himself all of the time. And he was encouraged. He was saying that teammates were encouraging him. So um, that was an awesome report to hear back from Zion today. And, you know, you mentioned Lonzo Ball probable for the game tomorrow. Derek Favors being back is going to be a huge addition to this team. So I'm excited to see what they bring to the table uh, tonight for the game. And, and, you know, I'm excited to hopefully see a W. I mean, last week when you had Denver, uh, the Denver home game after kind of getting smacked around a little bit by by Golden State, I think the Pelicans are looking forward to having uh, a performance to where they're excited to talk about it. They, they're prideful in what they went out and did, and I think they're tired of answering questions about what isn't working. And we're tired of asking those questions yeah. of what's not working, and they are one and two at home, and I know Alvin has stressed the importance of taking care of home floor, and you saw spurts of that against the Nuggets, and this is a good Toronto team you certainly owe them one after opening night which you you came really close to beating them took them to overtime and lost the defending champ so um we'll see what happens tonight but we do have an interview to get to and um this is a kind of a fun interview that we had with these two guys look Ja and Frank are really close also along with Drew Holiday um but we kind of wanted to take a break from basketball and so I figured with this one because I need to learn more about clothes apparently and so um, we talked to them a lot about fashion and, and other things. I thought it was really cool to kind of get to know them a little better. Yeah, absolutely. I think Frank and Ja are definitely those guys that are fine with opening up and they kind of strive on talking about things other than basketball. And you I mean, you think about how many games, 82 games, and, and you're talking about basketball after every single one of those and then sprinkled in some practices talking about basketball. Like you want to talk about something else. You want to talk about your hobbies. And Frank has definitely established himself as someone who prides himself on fashion and Ja is kind of getting into that a little bit which we talk about in the interview so excited to talk to those guys and, and look forward to hearing what they say all right as we promised joining us now is jolly local four and frank jackson as the pelicans get ready to take on the toronto raptors tonight but we're not really going to talk about x's and o's today on the podcast I really want to kind of get to know both of these guys and i know that frank has a lot of fashion talk he wants to get to and sneaker talk so i'm at least have caroline started off with nice. with frank because i need all the help i can get frank oh, I, am, I got you i'm I'm just a quarter zip and jeans kind of guy with tennis shoes, and it's bad. No, so. it's good. You know, simple is good. It's okay. I need we'll some get, advice. We'll get there. Okay. Yeah, when did you kind of, like, 
come into your own when it comes to fashion? Have you always kind of been into the streetwear sense of things? or? Um, I think it's like, it's different every couple of years, honestly. I think I've always been into fashion and clothing. Mm-hmm. Like, even in high school, like, I always made, wherever I was, like, no matter what, like, I always wanted to. Had the freshest night. Yeah, just fresh, just, like, feel good. Honestly, the biggest thing for me, like, with fashion is, like, if I like it and if I feel good in it, I'm going to wear it. Like, I don't care what it is. So I think, like, it's been cool that to see the last couple of years people really kind of come into their own, especially with streetwear. Yeah. Like, especially with all these designers and, and big-time kind of influencers to see, like, you know, it's more of kind of, like, getting to that cozy, like, comfortable. Like, but at the same time, you can dress up and dress down so many pieces. Is it? It seems kind of unique because, like you just said, you feel comfortable. If you like it, you're going to wear it. But yeah. it's kind of weird because not everyone's like that. Like, some people like stuff, and they're like, oh, this is cool, but they don't feel comfortable enough wearing that stuff. Sure. Does that make sense? And I think, like, it takes time, too. Like, everyone is kind of different. So, like, my style is different from Jaws, but that doesn't, that's not a bad thing. Like my, or my style is different from someone else's. I think, you, like, it takes kind of time to figure out what you like and like what you like to wear honestly yeah and when did you kind of feel like you started to figure out your style i know you kind of um, like what you like and you it's kind of developed but do you feel like now you're kind of coming into your own a little bit more honestly yeah i think like the last probably two years mm. you know i was able to you know finally like buy certain things because it's tough like for sure you have, you know, but not like, all of us are able it's no, fine but at the same time like there's still so many ways where you know, me and my homies would go to thrift stores or we'd go to, you know, like a Savers or something where you never know what you're going to find in there. But I think probably the last two years kind of just, especially since, the, the, since social media has picked up, yeah, it's so cool to kind of look at other designers or other artists or just other people in general because everyone has unique and different ideas and then you kind of just take what you like and leave what you don't. Right. So you talk about not all of us are able. So when I was under my parents' expenses, I That's liked true. sneakers and I liked getting them. But now, you know, ever since you kind of get on your own a little bit, you kind of, that falls by the wayside. You don't really buy your own things anymore. You kind of just buy the essentials. But recently I, I went to Sneaker Politics, which there is, I know, go. a place yeah. that you like Love going politics. to. Shout out and I, I'm going to put a video on social media so people can see. Obviously it's audio, so they can't see what I'm showing you. But oh, so I bought these for Saints games. Okay. Can you just give like a little review action. of what you think of those? Yeah, I think these are solid. These came out like last year. Oh my like, gosh, I'm not even on trend. They were kinda, no, it's cool. <laughs> wow. They were like they were when they came out. They came out on a runway show. I'm pretty sure, and everyone was kind of freaking out about them. But that was it, so last year. No, not at all. That's not at all. But like, this is a good, comfortable. You know, you got the Saints colors in there. I think that'd be a great Sunday Sunday afternoon. Great Sunday shoe. All right, I have one for Pelicans because I didn't forget about the Pelicans, okay. of course. These are from four years ago. Yeah. Oh, see, these are solid. I love these. So you're more excited like about a, the Pelicans like one. A, like a Cortez look. Like, these are very solid. I think you can wear these with, like, almost anything. They come in a lot of colors. And I like it because it's, it, it's not the Cortez, but it reminds me of the shoe that Forrest Gump wore. Solid. <laughs> I wish I was as fast as Forrest Gump. I kind of talk like him sometimes, but I don't. I don't run as fast. <laughs> Super fire though. I like. So what? What would you? Mm-hmm. I know you could wear them with any anything, but like game day, if I'm wearing those, you know, I, I don't have entrance photos like y'all do, but like if I'm, you know, if I feel like I need an entrance photo, what should I wear with those? Honestly, I've been talking to Jai. We've been. I've been huge into cargos lately, so I think you get like a nice, cargo not too baggy, pants. but like a little cargo. Oh, like, I would look like such a camp nerd. No, it would look lit. It would look lit. Maybe like a cargo with like. 
with a girl, hmm, maybe like even like like a cropped hoodie or something. Oh yeah, that would definitely or fly even, with like, pelicans. You can wear a t-shirt underneath if you wanted to. But you, there's a lot of different options you have right. with that shoe. What about Very you, Jod? Do you do you kind of get into the fashion sense as much as Frank, or are you kind of? Uh, I wouldn't say think? as much as Frank. No, not nearly as much as Frank. But uh, I am conscious of what I wear. Um, but for me, it's really just about like the fit of it all. With me being a taller guy. Um, John does really well though. He's been swagging for sure. Yeah, tall stuff is hard. No, no, you're good. But my my biggest thing is as long as like if it fits well on me, um, I think more times than not, I'll look well, I'll look good in it. And tall stuff has to be more difficult to come by, right? Yeah, like the length. uh, A lot of like long sleeve stuff is usually too short. So, but if I find like a pant that (laughs) that that fits me well, or or a long sleeve shirt that fits me well, I usually get it. Uh, as long as I'm comfortable in it, but and the fit you, is everything to me. Do you pay attention to what other people in the league are wearing? Like, obviously, there's league fit, so there's, like, the Instagram account, but do you pay attention to that stuff as far as, like, oh, I'd like to, like, kind of fashion myself after what he's doing or not really? You no, just kind of have your I own mean, thing. I try to tell myself that I don't literally pay attention to it, but obviously it's everywhere yeah, now. So, yeah. like, you see kind of different fits that guys are wearing. And I, don't, I try my best, honestly, if someone's wearing something to, like, not copy them because it's just like everyone's wearing that so like why would i want to wear it it's just like you don't want to be the same exactly so like it's actually a good kind of visual to look at because you're like oh well this guy already wore this okay so maybe i'll wear that later down in the season if i had Hmm. it or not but i love like when i go shopping and stuff to kind of find pieces that no one else wears or like that's super rare Mm -hmm. and like no one really you know i haven't seen a lot of so how important is that 10 second walk from your car to the locker room because pelicans we have kind of a runway but it's for sure honestly my mind's i'm focused on the game yeah but obviously like like i said whatever whatever i'm wearing is what i'm comfortable in yeah and like i think it's cool so Hopefully you guys think it's cool too. It's okay. <laughs> do, you, do you notice that some teams are actually having a runway for their players? No, for do you sure. Like I, that? I know the Mavericks have a blue carpet and the Rockets have had a red carpet. So you know, I think it's cool. I think it's cool how guys can express how they feel or the way they look at things through fashion and mm-hmm. through what they wear. So I think it's just another another perk for the NBA. Honestly, I think it's great. Well, I also want to give a shout out to TJ Maxx if they want to endorse my clothing. So just to give them a shout out here. I know you all shop there all Do you the not time, get so. frustrated at TJ Maxx? I feel like every time I walk into TJ Maxx, my mind is just, I just get so frustrated with how much chaos there is. Well, it's just, they got everything, you know? It's, but it's everything. Session. And it's not it's not in one That's spot. You can find a like an extra there. small, and then <laughs> you got to. Oh, As a fashionista, you know, you have to. Yeah, exactly. Find the cargos. Exactly. I'm going to go find cargos now. There you go. I learned something today. Let's Make talk sure about baggy though, for sure. Baggy, baggy cargos. Baggy is down. good. Okay, all right, yeah. good to know. Let's talk about Duke a little bit. Y'all were at the game on a Tuesday night. Oh, yeah. It was an off day for the Pelicans, so a good mm-hmm. opportunity for basically half your team because there's so many Duke players on yeah. there to go. How did this come about? How far along did you, or how far back did you all plan this trip? Uh, JJ actually planned it. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. JJ Redder planned it for us. Mm-hmm. I think he told us maybe like a month ago. Um, he saw the schedule and said. He sent uh, in a group chat with me, Zion, B.I., and uh, Frank, mm-hmm. which you guys are interested in going to the Duke game um, after we play the Nets. And, of course, we all said, yeah. So, J.J. orchestrated the whole thing. Yeah. It was a great time. It was really fun, too, to just kind of – that was my first time, my first game watching them play since I – Was it really? Left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So, it was cool to go back and see familiar faces, um, see the coaches, obviously, and – and different people, but it was a really fun time. I'm glad we went. That was an awesome picture of y'all, by the way. Oh, that's a legendary mm-hmm. photo. I need to be framed. framed. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting it framed. Yeah. Definitely sure. framed in the crib for sure. Yeah. Now, with that being said, you know, you all are, you have four or five Duke guys on the team. You also have Trajan 
I know last year this team was primarily Kentucky, yeah. and now it's changed over to Duke. How much trash talking, especially with college basketball season <laughs> starting? Did that start way before college basketball season? Does trash talk start getting higher and higher uh, as we go we on? We usually get it a lot, but honestly it hasn't been too bad because we're some pretty cool guys. Okay. <laughs> so people understand, like, hey, maybe Duke guys aren't all as bad. But when the, when it, when the, when the uh, season starts – It'll it'll probably pick up a little more than usual. It was more it was more trash talking last year because yeah. it was uh, Frank and I. It was more trash talking yeah. last year because Frank and I. Then we had obviously Julius, AD, and D. Mill, uh, the so Kentucky we were guys. But this yeah. year is like six two guys. Um, so the only one Kentucky guys really not much anybody can say. There's yeah. a UCLA backcourt too. I didn't know. There's there a UCLA backcourt. Yeah, why don't we ever talk about that? Huh? Because they're not really <laughs> relevant. <don't> super <laughs> Dookies. <laughs> Well, let's talk about both of you, kind of your seasons a little bit. Y'all have both had really productive seasons so far. I know, Ja, a lot of the talk has been kind of the off season for you and getting – Alvin talked about you're in the best shape of your life. Um, how did, what has kind of changed for you as far as getting into that shape this off season? Uh, I think the biggest thing is just knowledge, just learning different things to take care of my body um, as far as nutrition, um, just as far as, like, my sleep, um, just learning different things that I didn't know about uh, when I first got into the league and just taking advantage of that. Let's talk about the sleep a little bit. I know Frank's dying to know a little bit more about sleep apnea. Um, as someone that has it um, as well, and I know a lot of people think it's, you know, older generation is mm-hmm. one that prone to get sleep apnea. You know, for you being so young, getting it, when did you start to realize that maybe the sleep was part of the issue? Why are you laughing so much? I think much? just, honestly, like right before training camp, um, one of our coaches, uh, Drew Boylan, he told me about this app that he had downloaded that was compatible with his Apple Watch and that uh, it pretty much raced his sleep. And uh, I, I did it for the first night, and it said, like, I had, like, 28 minutes of deep sleep or something like that. Right. I had, like, a very low score. And we, thought, and we thought something was wrong with the Apple Watch. Um, but then when I got the sleep study done, a week later, uh, the doctor let me know that it was probably accurate and it was because I had sleep apnea, uh, which means that I stopped breathing throughout the night. Right. And the tests show that I stopped breathing up to 20 times throughout the night, which is a pretty high number for somebody my age. And... Um, so with me being, yeah. Yeah, no, uh, with me being in shape, so he was like, uh, when I was in less shape, I probably stopped breathing more on average. Um, so ever since then, you know, I sleep with a CPAP machine, and it's helped me out a lot. Can I, can I ask a question real quick? Sure. Okay, so you say stop breathing, but like that sounds pretty intimidating. You just, I feel like you're just like. <gasps> Yeah, I mean, I like, think you might have seen it. Have like, you ever hear like a loud snore and like you just hear him like stop snoring, like oh, they yeah. lose their breath? It's kind of the same thing. Do you um, snore? Sometimes, no. depending on. I snore. Is that is that a bad thing when it comes to sleep? Uh, yeah. Do they educate you on that? If you snore, you have sleep apnea. Uh, My if, mom snores like. Crazy. If you have loud she get her snoring, checked, bro. it's a good chance you have sleep apnea. Yeah. If you snore like really loud, mom needs that machine. Take her to the clinic, Frank. <laughs> sleep lab. Sorry, mom. How, how have you adjusted to the machine? Because I know it took me a long time to adjust to mine. Is it something that you've kind of gotten used to right now? Yeah, it's still an adjustment. I mean, the adjustment process is still taking place. Um, but for the most part, it's uh, it's, it's solid. I mean, it's not a – I've been doing it, you know, not sleeping with it for 23 years, and now yeah. I'm trying to implement that into my sleep. Um, but I do feel different when I'm waking up, so I'm making a, just a conscious effort to use it every night. And traveling with yeah. it on the road. No, he's he's really religious with it. He's he travels with it literally everywhere. So do I. Some it's players crazy. travel with wine. Josh travels with his <laughs> <laughs> machine. He said he sent you a FaceTime with it on. Oh my it. gosh, I was dying. Yeah, we need laughing. photo evidence. I, was, I know. I, I'm gonna get I'm gonna okay. get you that. But yeah. when he called me, he called me and Drew, and I was I started laughing. They laughed like, at me. I imagine it as like headgear. <laughs> it's like yeah, it looked like a VR system. It's like what is going on here? 
But hey, it, it's working for them, so let's keep on it. You know it's saying? like when you're a kid and you go to sleepovers and you have like the headgear and you're like super like ashamed to put it on, <laughs> so you do it like super last minute. Yeah. When they had me try it on, I'm like, this is embarrassing. Luckily, I'm the only one that sees it, so. Shoot. Yeah, I had the headgear, so I, I can relate a little bit. But I'm older now, so I would never yeah, be caught dead with that. You know, <laughs> even if I do have sleep apnea, I'm not gonna wear the machine. You're what good. the heck? What about, <laughs> what about you, Frank? As far as your kind of production on the court, it just seems like a lot of you have a lot of confidence right now. You've been doing well attacking the lane, going to the dribble, and then also your three-point shooting. Mm-hmm. Is there anything differently that you've been doing, or part of your off-season routine, or working on uh, certain things? I think it's kind of a combination of a lot of things. Um, obviously, the experience just being in the league the last two years, um, not playing a year and then having a year under my belt has been huge. And then this summer was was really crucial for me. Um, got a lot of good work in um, out in L.A. And, and even back here and, and back home. And I uh, made sure that I just kind of stayed on just working out every day and just and working hard, um, staying consistent with my, with my routines and um, taking care of my body, thing like that. But uh, I just think with, with time, um, and, and repetition, you know, I'm going to continue to get better if I just keep working harder. I know you all have been showing posted videos about your workout routines during the offseason, even mm-hmm. now, and Drew Holiday is a big part of that. How much has he been the big factor in kind of helping you both, you know, with, with some of that stuff off now, the court? It's been huge, and he's so generous to let us, you know, come and, and work with him in the summertime. And, and um, you know, summertime, our time is so limited, so it's cool to have to spend it with him and his family. And, um, like I said, he's one of the like I've always said he's one of the hardest workers I've seen, you know, and it shows. And um, you know, I'm going to continue to to work with him as as long as I can because uh, I improve every time with him. So what about you, Joe? As far as Drew, I mean, uh, he's just the bigger supporter of, of Frank and I. Um, and like you said, he's just super generous. You know, he lets us work out with him in the summer, and uh, he opens up his house to us. Um, we call it the the Holiday Ranch where. <laughs> And we just get it in. It's such an amazing vibe out there. Um, it's just a lot of fun. And we're just super grateful to have Drew as a teammate and as a friend. What went into that decision of, of going out there to work out with, with him and, and Lauren? And it seems like a whole just fleet yeah. of people that come out there. What went into that decision Honestly, of going out there? Honestly, my first year because I was hurt the whole year, right? So right. Um, I was working with the Pelican staff and, and in particular Mike G., Who's uh, our trainer in our off season and Drew's trainer throughout the year, but he uh, and and also just getting close with Drew, yeah. you know, through that whole first season. He, and then it came summertime, and he was, you know, he cared about me enough and cared about our, his teammates enough that he, you know, was like, hey, come work out with me and let's get it in and, and let's get to work. And so, you know, that first that first summer was great for me, and, and then last summer we had you know a ton of other guys join and. Um, I think it's just going to keep rolling throughout the years because it shows, pays off. Do you feel like y'all are kind of part of that family now? I know you guys went to Boo at the Zoo with him and Lauren mm-hmm. and, sure. you know, a bunch of other yeah. people went. But, like, obviously you guys have JT who is mm-hmm. adorable yeah. and do y'all kind <laughs> of feel like she's kind of your daughter as well. Yeah. You know, obviously not the same, but uh, <laughs> maybe you your niece. So. <laughs> big brother. Uh, yeah, exactly, yeah. big brother. Do you yeah. kind of feel like that sense of family with all of them? Yeah, definitely. You know, JT FaceTimes me often from Drew's phone. That's awesome. uh, it's just like the best thing ever. Yeah. Uh, she's such a special girl extremely smart and obviously she's extremely athletic uh i've seen her do suicides before (laughs) she she can really run out in a full sprint but she's a special girl and um drew's family their entire family is amazing and they've treated us with nothing but love and respect and i'm just grateful to to be a part of it all right well guys well this has been an awesome conversation we went through a lot of topics and i know you all are getting ready for a game so i really appreciate it thanks no problem appreciate you guys definitely
All right, big thanks to Frank Jackson and Jalil Okafor for coming in studio to talk about uh, a lot of different topics. And the main question I have, Caroline, is can I pull off cargo pants? I, I didn't know those were in anymore. I didn't either, but apparently Frank says they're in. So, you know, in the words of Mean Girls, if Frank Jackson wears Regina uh, wears cargo pants and flip-flops, I'm going to wear cargo pants and flip-flops. So <laughs> when we talk about cargo pants, how many pockets are too many pockets? You can never have enough pockets. I mean, you have to have room for your chaps, your chapstick, your tater tots. I mean, the... <laughs> The list goes on of what you can use pockets for. Um, and so the more the merrier, I always say. If I can have eight pockets of tater tots, and I'm going to wear cargo shorts for the rest of my life. Absolutely. I mean, that's the mantra I go by. Can I can I pull off a crop top as my boss? Am I okay with wearing a crop top to work? As your boss, I'll say no, and I'm not going to answer <laughs> the fact whether you can pull it off just for, for many other reasons. Yeah, when why. he said that, I was like, ah. You know, of course, we were in the in the room with a few of our PR folks and you, and I was just like, yeah, that, that, that wouldn't go over well. <laughs> no, but that was a good way to kind of get to know them a little better. We're going to try to do more of these throughout the season to kind of, you know, get to know these guys a little better on and off the court because – the one thing I'll say about this group is we, there's a lot of great guys. I mean, there's not one. Yeah, there's not one bad guy that is not approachable on this team. And so that's the good thing about this podcast is we can get some of that for you. But now we do have a game tonight. Pelicans and Raptors from the Smoothie King Center, 7 p.m. Central Tip. You can watch it on Fox Sports New Orleans. You can listen on ESPN 100.3 New Orleans. You can also listen on the North Shore 94.7. So if you lose the signal halfway across the bridge, 94.7. Also, if you're on your way home or on the way from Baton Rouge, 103.3 WRQQ is your way to listen. You can listen all the way on I-10 from Baton Rouge to New Orleans. Also, the Pelicans app is your companion as well to listen. So plenty of ways to listen in to the radio broadcast. Caroline will have the pregame show on Pelevision. Usually that starts, what, around 620, Yeah, 6.30, about that, yeah. All right, and then the Pelicans have a back-to-back. They'll take on the Hornets on Saturday night. That's a 6 p.m. Central tip, and you can watch it on Fox Sports New Orleans or listen on ESPN 100.3 New Orleans again. The podcast is presented by SeatGeek. Trying to find tickets to basketball games or any other live event can be complicated. There's hundreds of sites and shady pricing. With SeatGeek, you can do everything in one place. Search for and discover the best deals on seats, buy from any device, and sell and transfer tickets in just a couple of taps. Best of all, our listeners will get $20 off their first purchase when they use the SeatGeek app. Use the code GOPELS, all one word, all caps, at checkout. SeatGeek, save the best deals on tickets. Hope you had a great show. We have a lot of good stuff planned next week. We're going to begin our Legends podcast here on the on the Pelicans podcast, where some former Pelicans players will come on as they make their appearances on Fox Sports New Orleans. You heard Jason Smith the other night in Brooklyn. We're going to start bringing you some of those guests, and I think we're going to have a special one for you next week. Until next week, for Caroline, I'm Daniel. Thanks for listening, and go to Pelicans.